2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
3: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires
1: downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
2: Hello, everyone. Before we get to today's episode, it is with great sadness from us all to share that our friend and listener, Mike Cameron, has passed away from his fight with cancer. We've been talking about him the past few episodes, and we wanted to inform all of you that his family set up a GoFundMe account where you can donate to help uh, cover the costs of some of his funeral expenses. And that link will be in the show notes.
4: Yeah, Mike was not only a listener and a supporter of our show, but also a friend who we met several times at uh, various events and also at Titan and the Trivia World. You'll be missed, Mike.
5: Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality.
2: Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and we are not in Austin, Texas today, uh, but it is the one-year anniversary of Geek Bowl, uh, where we were in Chicago last year. We had a wonderful time, uh, but I'm stuck with uh, Jeff and Ken here today. So how are you guys? Stuck? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> stuck in the middle with you. It's an, an endearing compliment. Well, it's definitely a clown to the left of me, but uh, we've got some lovely guests to the right. So. We do, uh, but let's first introduce our L.A. Uh, Clippers slash Lakers slash I guess Dodgers. I don't know what else you're mm-hmm. supporting now, man.
6: The Mighty Ducks. I'm mm-hmm. really excited for that new uh, Disney Plus series. What other backstabbing what I, they've been doing? No, I root for whoever's winning. That's that's me. I'm an I'm a bandwagon guy.
2: Man, I know you follow some uh, Chicago Bears beat writers uh, that I'm familiar with, uh, Adam Hogan, Adam Johns, and uh, on their podcast they posit that uh, Gordon Bombay is trash. So we might have to get you <laughs> on that show to uh, to talk about it.
6: The defend the Minnesota Miracle man.
2: They said uh he, he never should have ridden that limo on the ice first of all and uh, he shouldn't well, be around that was children a bad idea. Yes.
6: Any, anyone I anyone mean, has been on whole... ice knows you don't drive a car onto it.
4: I mean the whole thing was revolved around a DUI,
2: right? That is correct. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll have to revisit that later Matt we will have you uh doing a deep dive but speaking of deep dives someone who d- who does them very very well uh, on the topic of music and uh, is about to do one we're super excited about uh, that I'll let her talk about is friend of the show jill hopkins how are you jill
0: hey how are you
2: welcome back yes thanks for
0: having me i appreciate it and i'm happy this is like the cap to a really good chicago day
2: it is a very good chicago day uh as we mentioned at the top uh last year was geek bowl we uh had the chance to see you in person and unfortunately that was the last time we get to see you in person so what have you been up to and what can you tell us about your latest projects
0: Oh, I uh, I host a radio show here in Chicago on a station called Vocalo. Uh, the show's called Jill Afternoons. I get four hours of radio every day to play awesome music. And I have a podcast called The Opus uh, with Consequence of Sound and Sony Legacy. And I get to do four episodes on a different classic album uh, every month. And it's really fun. It's a lot of work and it's really fun. And this, this uh, season... We're doing the Fuji's the score for the 25th anniversary of the album, which doesn't make me feel like an ancient Methuselah at all.
4: <laughs> but when are you getting to Tub Thumper? That's what I want to know.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to do it, uh, but then I got knocked down. But, mm. but I got mm. up again.
2: <laughs> There's always a but. There is always a but, but ready or not, uh, our host is about to come here. <laughs> and uh, that is our friend, Jeremy Goodson. Uh... How are you, Jeremy?
7: Uh, <laughs> I, I, somehow that was that softball was right there and you threw it right at me i got it i'm good how are you guys i'm glad to be here
2: yeah we're glad to have you uh we always enjoy uh, watching you do uh, i guess i guess you would call it like digital karaoke because you're doing it over streaming which is really cool uh we see you uh there late nights uh you know uh, in charge of all the music but uh, what, else have, what else have you been up to
7: well, actually, it's weird because thanks to the RIAA and their um, endless l- threats of lawsuits, Twitch actually shut down the karaoke thing. Um, oh, no. Um, but we, uh, I still do some trivia on stream. I do some uh, uh, marbles on stream, which has uh, really caught on uh, and become way more popular than I thought it would be. So that's pretty much our main thing right now. It's a really weird uh, concept to think about, but you're racing marbles or you're battling it out in the marble uh, battle royale arena. (laughs) and It sounds so weird saying it out loud Uh, for this. uh, People just chat in the chat box, you know, (laughs) respond back to them. And then all you have to do is type a command at the beginning of each race to put down a marble and that's it. So there's everybody can play, but there's minimal interaction with the game itself. Mm. So it's mostly a a really, really good chatting time.
2: Well, well, thank you, uh, Jeremy, for joining us. Uh, you wrote today's game, uh, and you also have a connection with someone that I think we know in common. Uh, we're not sure if we know of his name, but uh, he has a reputation, I think, right?
7: Yeah, a little bit of a reputation. Kind of a douchebag. It's and a, a lot thing, of his questions you know.
2: are the same way. So we'll we we'll, we'll shout him out later, maybe. We'll see how we're all feeling. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much for writing today's game. Jill, thank you for joining us. But before we can play a game, we have to listen to the rules. So let's see what uh, our rules guy's up to.
0: Because nobody does it better. You're the cream of the crop.
2: That was a pretty good Wyclef Jean impression, but you can really (laughs) copy the master. One time. (laughs) We're all on fire today. Um, I'm going to sit out uh, because I actually have to read the liner notes of uh, the score. I have the vinyl in front of me, but Jeff, you and Ken are going to play together.
4: Yeah, we won last time, so let's keep the good times rolling.
2: Uh, What would you like your team name to be? Let's keep the good times rolling. Ooh, I like it. Very simple. <laughs> keep the good times rolling. And uh, Jill and Matt, any ideas on a team name?
0: I think we could be the uh, the Fuji Laws. Let's keep that. Let's keep that going. <laughs> I've
6: always wanted to be prized, so this is this is perfect for me.
0: Said literally, you only.
6: He's <laughs> 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 the Ringo of uh, the Fujis.
0: But you know, he's the glue that hold the, holds the whole thing together
6: yeah yeah I like, had a really good verse on that Bulworth song i believe
0: who's oh the, that ghetto superstar That was,
4: mm-hmm. yeah
0: who's the ringo of triviality
4: though that's the question we'll let uh we'll let the listeners decide we'll throw up
6: a poll <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> that's the way to do it let but, us
4: know in the comments yeah, don't forget some, to subscribe
2: create some intrigue um well jeremy uh you're going to be holding the glue together with all of us tonight as hosts so take it away
7: All right. Well, then I guess we will jump right into round one with question one. If you guys are ready. Yeah. All right. Here's your question. What prolific American writer who won the Nobel Prize in literature in 1930 and even made a run at becoming governor of California in 1934 had his book oil with an exclamation point at the end used as the inspiration for the film. There will be blood. The jury is still out on if Axl Rose harnessed his most well-known work for inspiration.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking Axl Rose, Welcome to the Jungle, and mm. The Jungle was written, I want to say, by Upton Sinclair.
6: Okay. I I am okay with that because I have nothing. So <laughs> Upton Sinclair, I think, is the answer we're going with. I
0: think I was so, awake that day. How, with me.
4: <laughs> how correct you guys are now that we hear it. Um, I said uh, <laughs> Paradise City, Paradise Lost, Milton, I don't know, <sighs> Milton. That's much, much older, I think
7: um, Yeah, Milton is much, much older uh, You were correct about that But it's a good guess, you know, Paradise City uh, But no, what we were looking for was uh, A hint to the jungle there And Upton Sinclair That's right. killing me, because when,
5: when he said Oil an exclamation point I thought it was Upton Sinclair but Portrayed by uh, scientist
2: Bill Nye In Mank mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, well, um,
4: Jeff is just uh, The strong, silent type but I wish he'd be the strong answer giving (laughs) type today.
2: Well, at least he's really good at knowing the
6: answer afterwards and not telling you that he (laughs) thought it was the answer the whole time. Thanks, Jeff. (laughs) We
7: appreciate it over here. All right. Well, let's go into question number two, then Uh, there is one state in the U S that has a largely forested region that is surrounded on three sides by three different great lakes and on its other side by a different state by what more common name is this area generally known as? We can lock in. Is this
6: is this the the Uper? Is this the Upper Peninsula?
0: Oh yeah, to
5: say that.
6: Uh, okay. <laughs> we're, going, we're going with the Uper, the Upper Peninsula.
5: Yep, we said the UP, the Upper Peninsula for Michigan.
7: Yep. And I will actually accept either of those, the UP or the Michigan Upper Peninsula. All right. Nice job. Nice. Let's go into question three. Uh, In a 2009 Rolling Stone interview, Metallica drummer Lars Ulrich admitted that he just wanted to try it out and see how it worked. He took a lot of heat for this, as nine years earlier, he'd started a crusade against this exact thing, apparently not knowing anything about it, going as far as testifying before Congress to help push through the passing of the DMCA. What did he do in 2009 to cause this controversy?
4: Not tune his drum.
2: Stay on (laughs) beat.
0: (laughs) wear long pants. <laughs> I I think I got this one. Okay.
6: We can lock in. I trust you. Okay.
4: All right. Is this something about like downloading music?
5: Yeah, it's the Digital Music Act or
6: something yeah. like
4: that. So what did he not do?
5: Or what did he support? Maybe he like backed Napster or Spotify? Or oh, I think it was way too early for Spotify. Cuz they
4: shut they got Napster shut down like almost single-handedly. I just wanted to try it. <laughs> they, they, in, let's say he invested in Spotify.
5: Oh, okay. I don't know. And he invested Jill?
4: in Spotify?
7: Oh,
0: I just said that he just downloaded music off the internet because he was so anti and he went on that anti Napster crusade mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. He was real, yeah. real aggro about it. Downloaded the new 303 album,
6: probably. <laughs>
7: Oh, he just got that. So I I have a judgment call to make here Um, because the exact thing he did in 2009 was he wanted to see how illegal music downloading went. So he went and illegally downloaded the new Metallica album (sighs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then admitted to it in an interview. Oh, in, in the interview, he said. Uh, you know, I just wanted to try it and see how it worked, which points to the fact that nine years earlier he hadn't actually done it or ever seen or knew anything about how it worked. Mm-hmm. But he still went on a crusade against it.
6: I um, think that everyone gets points.
2: That's very generous. Everyone,
6: yeah. We we all talked it's about a, downloading illegally.
2: As generous as an extra downbeat that Lars loves to give us. <laughs> and
4: once again this story
2: just proves if you
4: stay the hero long enough to see yourself become the villain what was that what was that
7: how it goes something about batman i don't know all right let's go to question number four what popular television series which ran for six seasons from 2010 to 2015 follows the crawley family and their servants as they deal with life after the sinking of the titanic which is the catalyst that sets the show's events in motion
4: why does this not sound familiar at all? <laughs> well, that's just discuss- last six season.
6: I don't know what it is.
0: I know exactly what it is.
6: Ooh, are we locked in? We're we <laughs> locked in. Jill's on, Jill's on fire. I'm I'm out.
0: <laughs> I was so nervous, you guys. This is I'm. I can just I can die after this. <laughs>
5: what is this? This Downton Abbey? Is it? Is it? I don't. That's know. about the right time. Okay, it's good guess. Right about six seasons. That's about the right time frame.
4: The plot sounded funnier than that, though. (laughs) Let's say
7: Downton Abbey. Okay, you guys said Downton Abbey. Uh, Jill and Matt. We also said Downton Abbey. And you are also correct. Both teams getting points.
2: Okay. Who sang that song? Uh, Mr. Crowley. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh. Not Not at all. uh, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Yeah, there it is. That should have been the third song. It's Ozzy Osbourne. There you
7: go. (laughs) All right. Well, let's go into question number five. While it sounded more evil than it actually is, or is it? If you are said to be sinistro manual, what does that mean about you? Okay.
4: We are going to go ahead and lock in.:
7: Does it mean that you
0: can't use your hands or that you're ambidextrous? <laughs> it's <gonna> be like <laughs>
6: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, sinistro manual. I've, uh, that does not sound familiar to me.
0: Well, it's, so. it's, it's, I'm, i think it might be something about hands if it's manual okay like, but i don't let's just Amby, say
6: ambidextrous sounds good i like yeah, that
0: i'm fine with that let's do that all
4: right i think uh ned flanders is uh sinistro manual uh, <laughs> we're saying left-handed Left
6: ah. i'm sinistro manual
7: <laughs> <laughs> um you are sinistro manual because uh if you're left-handed that is the uh Latin term for devil. It. Yeah.
0: Do they really try to get you to not be left-handed when you're a child?
6: Um, so they they showed me, they gave me this pencil holder thing that was supposed to teach me how to write right-handed, and I, I refused. I said no. It's
4: because you're smearing ink all over the place. With your <laughs> with your palm.
6: Don't, don't try to change me, baby. That's what I said <laughs> to my <laughs> kindergarten teacher. <laughs>
7: Did you see and it? then he
2: did finger guns at her.
7: <laughs> Did you, you say it like
2: Kawhi Leonard, Matt, too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know did uh, Well, after uh, five questions, it looks like it's all tied up at 40 points.
7: All right, perfect. Well, let's go into question number six, then, and see if we can uh, make some distance. Donnie, Danny, Joey, Johnny, and Jordan may have had an idea spark after reading what 1979 nonfiction bestseller written by Tom Wolfe that documents the stories of the first Project Mercury astronauts selected for the NASA space program
0: I I think we can lock in here okay (laughs) trust me I'm a 41 year old woman no I I mean I know the answer to this
6: (laughs) I know those boys but I know the book so I'm glad that Jill's on my team
4: the right stuff <laughs> the right stuff is the book i think
5: well that's what we're looking for right
4: yeah i guess i don't i don't know what the donny danny jordan <laughs> all those
7: people we're going to say the right stuff okay you're locked in with the right stuff
0: and we are Matt locked in with uh with the right stuff
7: all we're right not- donny yeah. danny joey johnny and jordan are the new kids on the block oh with their that. hit song the right stuff mm. which is also the name of the book so nicely,
6: Neil is actually doing the, uh, the new kids dance in the studio right now.
7: It's all trying not to together. say anything. Surprisingly
6: good. <laughs>
7: <laughs> that back tattoo can really move.
2: Or can it. Or can it's it. It's true. It depends uh, you know, how many steps are in front of it, basically.
4: <laughs> we did confirm or deny the existence of the <laughs> tattoo to some of our guests, but they were sworn to secrecy, so...
2: We did, yeah. I <laughs> guess if, you, if you're a guest on the show, you can request know <laughs> the actual answer but you have to be you have to sign an NDA
5: yeah
2: I will do back right
7: tattoo. Now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is Schrodinger's back tattoo
7: <laughs> all right let's go into question number seven filmed on a budget of eighty seven thousand dollars and bringing in over three million at the box office what was the name of the 1972 directorial debut film from Wes Craven that also spawned a remake with the same name in 2009
5: weren't you talking about mm. this film recently
7: I never see these movies because I have bad dreams. <laughs>
4: I, think, I think we're going to go ahead and lock in here. I know you absolutely hate this film. Yeah, I, I found it in bad taste. And I have the worst taste. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so it's a, it's an old horror movie that was turned into a new horror movie. But that's like every horror movie. Now. I know. It, it's not House on, Haunting, no. on Haunted Hill. It's something like that.
0: Was Rob Zombie making stuff in two
6: thousand nine? Yeah, music. haunted houses in Villa Park. Um,
0: <laughs> I forgot about that.
6: <laughs> music too.
0: <laughs> did he do the Texas Chainsaw Massacre?
6: He did. I think he did a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, Wes Craven. I don't know if Wes Craven did. I think the that remake is earlier than two thousand nine. I think, I think this might be the last house on the left. Uh, I. I think that came out that year uh, um i don't remember it, it being good and i don't think ken would like it <laughs> so for all those reasons i think that's that's for, an for answer
4: since i'm out <laughs>
6: yeah you want to lock in with that yeah go for it all right last house on the left
7: yes we also said last house on the left that was magic watching Matt just pull that out of nowhere, Reservoir by the way. of genius. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is The Last House on the Left. That's Wes Craven's very first movie. He wrote and directed it.
2: It's the uh, Sinestro mm-hmm. Manual of horror films. Yeah, I guess so. All right, uh, you didn't hear an edit here, but we actually just watched the entirety of Last House on the Left <laughs> before we're continuing with the next question. So we're all uh, feel a little dirty. Uh, so Jeremy, just, mm-hmm. just get us out of here, please.
7: It's a all whole right. mood change the topic completely here question number eight starting in late elementary school and going through college you probably had the pythagorean theorem etched into your brain more than once let's see if you remember why what is the pythagorean theorem used to find assuming you're solving it as written
5: yeah we can lock in
7: mm-hmm.
0: uh the, the area of the triangle is, it, is that right right squared b squared c squared
6: a right. squared plus B squared equals
0: this guy. Squared.
6: If it's squared That's two dimensions So that would be a volume Or a area, right? That makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Let's say that I like it Okay Alright, math Area of a triangle
5: Yeah, I believe So the formula is A squared plus B squared Equals C squared And I believe that That is supposed to represent The lengths of the sides Of a right triangle C being the hypotenuse
7: OK, so, yeah, you guys said the area of the right triangle and you guys are saying the hypotenuse of the right triangle. It's, mm-hmm. Yes, uh, it is the hypotenuse of a right um, hi- right triangle. Uh, so, yes, hypotenuse of a right triangle is what we we're looking for in that one. All right, let's go into question number nine then. And it is this. The show The A-Team, which ran from 1983 to 1987, followed the exploits of a fictitious former United States Army Special Forces unit that escaped from prison after being found guilty of a crime they didn't commit. The members of this group consisted of Colonel John Hannibal Smith, Lieutenant Templeton Faceman Peck, Captain H.M. Howling Mad Murdoch, and what other character portrayed famously by Mr. T? And I'll accept his nickname on the show if you don't know the full name.
5: Yeah, we're locked in.
0: I think I can lock in as well. Or can you? Do you know? Do you know? Do you remember the show?
6: It's, is this B.A. Baracus? Was that his name? Something like that.
0: Bad Attitude Baracus, I think. Yeah.
6: He had a bad attitude. That makes sense.
0: And a fear of flying, if I remember. (laughs) They had to like drug him or something before they put him on. helicopters (laughs) helicopters <laughs> bad altitude
7: we <Barakas>. too <laughs> <laughs> said b a baracus all right and both uh, teams are getting correct for sergeant bosco b a or bad attitude baracus
2: bosco heir <laughs> to a large uh, mozzarella empire mozzarella stick empire
7: I love me some Bosco Bosco sticks
4: sticks. (laughs) See we almost said B.A. Barabbas And that's the guy
7: from the Bible (laughs) All right, well then let's go into question number 10 To close out round number 1 So if you were paying attention during this round You may have noticed a theme And will have an easier time telling me the name of the 2003 Black Eyed Peas song That won the Grammy for best rap performance By a duo or group What's the song?
4: probably should have wrote our answers down yeah.
0: <laughs> oh this is that's wild <laughs> do you know I have no idea is
4: that the name of the song
5: oh I don't know if that's the name of the song let's but... just
4: go with it because I, I don't want to if that's wrong I don't want to answer a Black Eyed Peas question correctly <laughs>
6: <laughs> so I think I think this is uh, this might have been the first Fergie Black Eyed Peas album and I think I think this is the one with where is the love on it? And those are directions, so it's like up, down, left or right. You're wondering where the love is. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, but mm-hmm. is that also the cheat code from it's like up, up, down, oh, down? Oh, the Konami like, code? Yeah. They have a song called uh, the Konami Code? I don't know. Contra? <laughs> is contra the name that i mean that, that they a song all called sound ninja like ninja gaiden <laughs> they all sound like pop songs i don't know
6: <laughs> well up up down down left right and then B A wow oh, man that is the Konami code <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh i don't know i don't know a name of the black eyed piece song though
0: i mean cheat code sounds like it could be a song about like oh you cheated and now here's my code for getting. yeah me. Let's let's say let's say it was cheat
6: code and hope that that's the name of the song. Locked in.
0: Konami feels like they'd
6: have
7: to pay.
4: As Our I song. said, if if I'm wrong, I don't want to be right. And we said Konami
7: code. So we have Konami code and cheat code. Um, well, if you know the Konami code, you did figure out the theme. There was one button press missing and that button press was start. Mm. So let's get it started. Oh, my oh. song by the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, my favorite part of Hot Tub Time
0: Machine. Oh, that was a good part of Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: glad you agreed. <laughs> After the first round, it looks like Fuji Laws have 70 points, but in the lead are keeping the good times rolling with 80.
7: All right, so that brings us into the swing round. And uh, I, have a, I have an interesting one for you today. We're going to go with a uh, liquid courage staple here. With anybody who's been to one of our shows has seen at least one of these questions every show. And that is explain a film plot badly. But, little twist this is going to be explain a comic book film plot badly. Okay. I'm going to give you 10 really bad descriptions of uh, comic book movies, and I need to know the movie. Okay. All right. So, number one Sherlock Holmes spends a lot of time working on himself while recovering from an accident. He teams up with Lucius Lyon and Viola de Lesseps to stop Father Daniel Flynn from starting the next for-profit global war. Question two. Tyler Durden beefs up on some weird steroids and finds himself to have some performance issues when finally getting some time alone with Arwen. Question three. In the Alaskan wilderness, Danny Walker and Cleo Miller attempt to prevent Colonel William Stryker and his invading band of miscreants from drinking the town dry. Question four, after knocking up his best friend, the title character dates Captain Marvel for a bit, then gets into fights with Superman and Captain America. Question five, Denny Duquette apparently tells jokes, possibly about a Timex and the anatomy of the world's largest mammal. Question six, fresh off of winning the inaugural AAGPBL championship. Kit Keller, teams with Rachel Keller, no relation, to take on Alex DeLarge, making friends with Finn Tutuola and the owner of the Washington, D.C. rib joint frequented by a South Carolina politician along the way. Question number seven. Paranoid billionaire is afraid of an immigrant until he realizes their mothers share a name and then they become besties. Uh, Question eight. Single geologist father tries his best to end the ever-growing economic collapse that is sure to befall society, while his green thumb daughter and her good but slightly douchey friends try a different approach. Question nine. Ben Turner suffers betrayal at the hands of President Bartlett and strikes a deal with Fred and Scooby to see his beloved one last time, all while being guided and tormented by Luigi Mario. Question ten. Conan the Barbarian goes on a voyage for cutlery.
2: Okay, all the answers have been locked in. And since this round is all about superhero or comic book movies, uh, they all consist of a lot of team ups. uh, And with the Snyder Cut uh, coming very close, uh, I think it's March 18th, that movie is about a team up. It's the Justice League. And uh, we wouldn't be able to do our show without our team, which consists of you, our Patreon supporters. So if you'd like to join all of the Patreon supporters that help support our show and continue to keep us growing, build things like the Batwing and Fortress of Solitude and all that good stuff uh, you can go to patreon.com slash get a lot of great perks tons and tons of extra audio content and uh, if you play your cards right if we can pass 400 or maybe even 500 patrons we might do a calendar where we dress up in tights just like your favorite superhero so please go to patreon.com says triviality Podcast, help support the show and Jeremy uh, take it away and let's hear these questions one more time
7: alright so let's uh, start from the top here let's see what you guys came up with Uh, Question one, Sherlock Holmes spends a lot of time working on himself while recovering from an accident. He teams up with Lucius Lyon and Viola de Lesseps to stop Father Daniel Flynn from starting the next for-profit global war.
4: All right. We think this was an attempted mislead to try to get us to say Doctor Strange, but we said Iron Man.
7: Mm,
6: See, I thought it was Iron Man, and then Jill almost made me think it was Doctor Strange, but I would forgotten that Cumberbatch played Sherlock. Uh, We said Iron Man.
7: Both teams saying Iron Man and both teams getting credit. It is Iron Man. It was the Lucius lion that helped. I forgot that they swapped out roadies.
2: Yep. Yep.
7: Um, All right. Question number two. Tyler Durden beefs up on some weird steroids and find himself to have some performance issues when finally getting some time alone with Arwen.
4: Uh, We said this is the oft forgot Incredible Hulk.
7: We also went with the Incredible Hulk. Uh, the the Incredible Hulk it is. Uh, I was hoping that maybe uh, somebody would say Deadpool 2 because of Brad Pitt, but uh, you both mm. pulled the right Tyler Durden. All right, going into question number three. In the Alaskan wilderness, Danny Walker and Cleo Miller attempt to prevent Colonel William Stryker and his invading band of miscreants from drinking the town dry.
4: Yeah, we pretty much knew what this was, but me and Jeff had trouble... Um... Nailing down the title of it because Josh Hartnett was also in 40 days and 40 nights, which is when he couldn't suck blood for 40 days and 40 nights. Um, but we said this was 30 days of night.
6: Oh, man, I said that name and I didn't think it was a comic book thing. Uh, we thought it was some kind of vampire. So we just locked in with Blade.
7: Yeah, you did get the uh, the clue about the drinking the town dry not being uh, actual alcohol, but being blood. And uh, Matt, you did say it. It is 30 days of night. It's all right. All right. But- <laughs> i can't count i mean I, I can't even count how many times i've done that where i've talked myself out of an answer to yeah. all right going into question number four after knocking up his best friend the title character dates captain marvel for a bit and gets into fights with superman and captain america
4: you once were gone. now you will be
7: mm-hmm. gone
4: it's a uh, scott pilgrim versus the world great
5: great movie one of my
4: favorites mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, we thought this question four was a little more fantastic than that, and we said Fantastic Four.
7: <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, the first part there being a nod to Juno and Michael Sarah uh, to point you towards uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. All right, question five: Denny Duquette apparently tells jokes, possibly about a Timex and the anatomy of the world's largest mammal.
4: I was thinking. Denny Duquette. Now that sounds so familiar. What is that from? And then I realized it's from Grey's Anatomy and it's that guy who plays the comedian in Watchmen.
7: (sighs) Oh, we
6: were just guessing. We said Watchmen.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Denny Duquette or Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, plays the comedian in Watchmen. And uh, the last part there, just the fact that Dr. Manhattan is giant blue and walking around naked with parts swinging all the time does he
4: still have hair though is he still a mammal we don't know (laughs) doesn't have hair can't make milk
7: i have nipples greg can you milk me (laughs) all right go to question six fresh off of winning the inaugural aagpbl championship Kit Keller teams with Rachel Keller, no relation, to take on Alex DeLarge, making friends with Finn Tutuola and the owner of a Washington, D.C. rib joint frequented by a South Carolina politician along the way. All right. We figured out a
4: lot of the actors here. You said the uh, the rib joint owner was... I
5: believe that's Reggie Kathy,
4: And I said uh, Kit Keller is probably Gina Davis from League of Their Own, maybe one of the other girls, and Alex DeLarge is Malcolm McDowell, but we still could not put this one together tap
6: you don't know that ice tea is Finn tutuola Nope. Uh, from svu uh, i do not Jill, watch you had that. this one
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i think kit keller was lori petty in
7: a league of their own so we guessed tank girl mm. and you guessed correctly it is tank girl good one good pull all right going to question number 7 paranoid billionaire is afraid of an immigrant until he realizes their mother's share a name then they become besties.
4: We said Batman versus Superman.
7: Mm-hmm. The uh, famous Martha.
4: How do you know that name?
7: Uh, I believe Batman versus Superman. I don't need you to be more specific. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that is absolutely correct. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. But I'm, I'm not going to be that nitpicky.
4: <laughs> you know, that movie gets a lot of guff, but I thought the extended one was
7: okay. Not that amazing. I did not, but, but, I did not okay. hate that movie. Yeah. I did not hate that movie. I think it was just slower and really, really dark and people mm-hmm. just
4: that it, it was know, that's not what they expected. Yeah. And also, I hate Jesse Eisenberg, but that's another story. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Let's go into question number eight, then. Single geologist father tries his best to end the ever growing economic collapse that is sure to befall society while his green thumb daughter and her good but slightly douchey friends try a different approach.
4: So we thought this could apply pretty well to Guardians of the Galaxy or Infinity War. um, And we just chose to go with Guardians of the Galaxy because it makes more sense with the friends part.
0: Matt was really good at saying a geologist could be the person who's looking for stones. And it was Thanos. And we guessed Guardians of the Galaxy.
7: Unfortunately, I can't give credit for that because you are not wrong that the Guardians of the Galaxy are involved but Thanos is not a part of either of those movies in any major way that whatsoever. That is false. Well, was it, oh, was it? Oh. Thanos he is, is in definitely
4: fact, in those movies.
7: Uh, as a cameo, like at the end, uh, what we're looking for, though, is Avengers, Either I would have t- ex- ex- uh, taken either Infinity War or Endgame.
4: I dis- I dispute. <laughs> but since since we both don't get points, I guess it doesn't matter. I'll let it go.
2: Good day, sir.
7: Yeah, but miss- Thanos isn't... In the movie. He is in the like, movie. Um actually um, these guys. <laughs> maybe I haven't here. seen it. Okay, maybe I haven't. I mean it's been a while since no, I've seen no, I don't no. Thanos in the movie, like until the very end, like during the end credit scene. Let, let's talk about more mainstream
6: movies like Right spot. Let's get to the next one.
7: <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Going into question number nine. <laughs> Ben Turner suffers betrayal at the hands of President Bartlett and strikes a deal with Fred and Scooby to see his beloved one last time, all while being guided and tormented by Luigi Mario.
4: All I had to know was uh, John Leguizamo's in this, and I said it's Spawn. (laughs)
6: Hey, that's exactly how I knew that this was Spawn.
7: (laughs) Yes, Spawn. Both teams getting credit. Going into question number 10, then Conan the Barbarian goes on a voyage for cutlery.
4: Yeah, this is very simple, and we just could not figure it out.
6: Yeah, this is hard. Uh, You know, Jill said Conan thinking Schwarzenegger, and it kind of got us on Schwarzenegger, but there was the remake starring Jason Momoa, who was looking for the trident, which would be cutlery in Aquaman.
7: Uh, Yeah, that is absolutely right. It is Aquaman, Jason Momoa, playing Conan the Barbarian in the latest movie. I forgot
4: about the existence of that film.
2: (laughs) After the swing round, both teams picking up 35 points, which is a respectable score, uh, bringing the total scores up to 105 for the Fuji Laws and 115 for Keep the Good Times Rolling.
7: Uh, Round number two, question one. Though being the namesake for one of the major airports in the city he was mayor of, What leisurely activity did Fiorello LaGuardia ban from the 1940s until 1976, saying that it robbed school children of their hard-earned nickels and dimes?
6: Okay, Um, Jill, what were we thinking on this one?
7: Uh, We were thinking about the time period and New York
0: and what was off and popping back then, and the kids were really into pinball, but I don't think they could play pinball. We said pinball.
4: We also said uh, they sure could play a mean pinball.
7: (laughs) They
0: could not.
4: They could not play mean.
7: <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely correct. They could not from the 1940s until 1976 play pinball in New York City as it was banned by Mayor LaGuardia.
5: Man, and I thought I was a real buzzkill. <laughs>
7: <laughs> All right, let's go to question number two. Guys named Steve, Andy and Mick. And their sugary sounding band were inspired to write What Hit Song after an incident on January 27th, 1973, when the band was performing at the Grand Hall in Kilmarnock, Scotland, and were driven off stage by a bottling.
4: All right, there's a lot of hints in this uh, question. We got uh, band members, we got a sweet sounding name, 1973, but uh, it's too sweet for our, uh, our action here, so we, we just don't know.
0: Oh my gosh, you're gonna hate yourself. The band is the sweet. They're called the sweet. And the song is ballroom
7: blitz. Oh yeah. Are you ready, Steve? Andy. Hey Mick, let's go. Mm -hmm. It is a ballroom blitz by the band Sweet.
4: Gotcha makes sense now so
7: sugary sounding band name and you kept saying sweet sounding i'm like oh you're you're either gonna get it or you're not <laughs>
4: yeah. i definitely did not know the name of that band so
7: mm-hmm.
6: i think it was always labeled as the ramones on napster so that's probably what i thought it was.
7: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah good pull ballroom blitz uh, and that's the actual true story of the song a ballroom blitz broke out in this hall and inspired them to write the song all right let's go to question number three What professional wrestling promoter and advocate to heels everywhere would you find as the as the titular role of English announcer in the cinematic gold that was the 2002 movie Rollerball? Yes, you heard me right. The amazing 2002 version. Not that 1975 crap from James Caan. Mm -mm. You should know his name and he's not afraid to say it every time he introduces himself.
6: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can. Hey, I know one. we can lock in. (laughs) (laughs)
7: <laughs> yeah. So wrestling. Yeah, yeah, wrestling.
4: This is wrestling can't place who was in rollerball. Roller ball, so Rick Flair. I don't know.
6: Yeah, Rick Flair. He, you know, he probably would have been good in that role too. But uh if he's an advocate for heels, I'm guessing that this is Paul
7: Heyman. My name is Paul Heyman. Yes, Paul Heyman is correct. He is not afraid to say his name every time he picks up a mic. <laughs> Yeah, if you're not a wrestling
6: fan, you will not know that.
7: (laughs) Yeah, and the 2002, as you said, yeah, it was 2002 Rollerball completely ruined the life and career of director John McTiernan, who was known for things like Die Hard and then ended up in prison after this movie because he hired people to spy on the studio and the studio (laughs) execs because he thought they were trying to tank him like he was paranoid. And uh, yeah, it's a really interesting story. I'd say look it up. It is really long and... But yeah, this movie was awful, and the 1975 James Caan movie was fantastic.
6: Um, It can't be that bad. It has a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah.
7: (laughs) (laughs) But all right, let's move on to question four, and a shout-out to my uh, good buddy Aaron Myers on this one. Invented in 1946, what technological innovation was originally used as a way to pinpoint future positions of airplanes and was later adapted to intercept incoming missiles, but is now relegated to a secondary option for domestic computing?
4: We have absolutely no idea on this one, so I think we're just gonna leave it up to you guys.
7: Yeah, I
6: don't. I, I have no idea. So we also don't know. So what do you want to say?
0: I'm just gonna say Roomba because it would be hilarious if it was true.
7: Yeah,
6: Roomba it is.
7: Um, so we have a tap and a Roomba. Yeah, <laughs> we're really good at this one. <laughs> um, so th- there was a little play on words here. Um, has anybody ever played the arcade cabinet of Missile Command? Mm. No. Yes. And what so, is the controls? Uh, it's a ball. It's a trackball. Oh. <laughs> like from a it's mouse. Trackball. Yeah, it's a trackball mouse. Oh, okay. Oh. That's, uh, no, yeah. no. Oh, that's just a laser. Yep. I thought That's okay. not. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's go into question number five. Innovated by Kevin Sheedy. The method of punching a ball held on an outstretched palm to a teammate is known as a handball. One of two primary ways of passing the ball in what nationally named sport? Be careful to avoid any falcons.
0: Nationally named? So yeah. The name of a place? How do you play highli? There's the little hooky thing. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I
6: you know what this probably is? Is uh, this could be Australian rules football? Because uh, uh, that oh. you can either you can either like punch it like a rugby thing or I think you can kick it. Uh, I think those are the ways that you can move the ball. Um, having played or having watched one time with Neil on a very tiny television, I almost was able to figure out what was going on. Um, I think I think we can lock in with that one.
7: Yep.
5: We too said Australian rules football.
7: And both teams getting credit is the Australian rules football, uh, and the the kind of joke at the end there was to uh, maybe throw you off. But a falcon in Australian rules football is a ball flying towards your face.
4: Wow
6: go Carlton Blues, right?
4: <laughs> Thank you Matt. Let's go Swans. City
2: Swans. <laughs> honk 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 honk. None of none of those things are right, but uh what I do have <laughs> right in front of me are uh the scores and uh team keep the good times rolling at 135 and team Fujilas right in front of them with 145. Lost some I ground there, Ken.
6: With, with as many Australian listeners as we have, I'm sure we want to cover as many teams as possible. <laughs>
2: We can talk about all, all right. the teams, but we just got to... I don't know about the Swans' battle cries of... <laughs> Hulk, Hulk. Hulk.
5: <laughs> I'm assuming the Brisbane
2: Lions, uh, they just play Roar by Katy Perry. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Adelaide Crows play Counting Crows. Yep. Port Adelaide Power plays... Uh, metal. Metal. Yeah, Power Metal. We can keep going, but I won't bore the listeners. We <laughs> won't, yeah, because we ran
6: out of them. Okay, number seven. <laughs> all
7: right, going into question number six. Known as the rule breakers of chemistry, what strange molecular objects are made of 60 carbon atoms fused together in a soccer ball shape? For years, scientists assumed they could only be made in a lab until astronomers found them bopping around in deep space in 2010. James Buchanan Barnes might be impressed. Yeah, we're locked in. I I got this one. I did a report on it in the ninth grade. Whoa.
0: (laughs) And you remember it? That I don't remember anything
6: from ninth grade, so this is impressive. What is the answer? Well,
5: I think it's the buckyball.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, Buckminster Fuller, I believe, is the namesake for that. We
7: said the buckyball, the carbon sixty atom. Yep, the carbon <laughs> sixty atom, better known as the buckyball. Mm-hmm. Good job. News to me. All right, going to question number seven. Known for a four hundred ninety-five dollar pair of ugly sneakers sporting apparel and at one point water imported from lithuania what company was founded in 2016 by alan foster and three brothers two of which play in the nba their controversial mm-hmm. father who once claimed he could beat michael jordan in a one-on-one game is also listed as a founder on their wikipedia entry
6: mm. the rookie of the year Even if this is in the future he's probably been named rookie of the year we can lock in
5: is this a big baller brand ken if that's the ball brand
4: you know the brand of the balls right the ball family <laughs> yes i think that's stay jockey. in your lane <laughs> all right what what you said yeah.
7: yeah no medium ballers here it's a big baller brand yeah both teams coming up with the right answer that is the big baller brand
0: how accurate I, is keenan thompson's oh it's so good
7: of lavar it's really <laughs> it's really close <laughs>
6: The crazy thing is LeVar is like nuts, but he was right. Like he raised three kids and two of them made it into the NBA. Like that's crazy. And he said that they would do it when they were like twelve, thirteen, fifteen or whatever it was. So, you know, he knows he knows how to raise NBA kids. That's his specialty.
0: What if they just wanted to play chess or something? Sorry,
6: nope NBA or nothing. That's why Legello, I think, is his name. He's out. They moved they kicked him out of the country. He's in Lithuania <laughs> right now.
2: No, well, I, you I think can get some of
7: the water they were importing.
2: Jill just wants to see Big Ball or Gambit is what she wants to see. Chess, <laughs> basketball. Pills. pills. Pills, yeah. Hallucinations. Mostly pills. <laughs> Mostly pills.
7: <laughs> All right, let's move into question number eight. This is kind of a throwback. If you remember the last time I hosted Triviality, you might remember me mentioning an actor that once was arrested for claiming he thought he was at home when he was actually in a closed bank and armed This actor played Patches in the comedy movie Dodgeball alongside Vince Vaughn's Peter and Alan Tudyk's Steve the Pirate. Who was it that played Patches?
5: We're locked in. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge.
7: (laughs) Patches, a a (laughs) hooligan.
5: Yeah, I guess two
7: (laughs) actors played Patches, a (laughs) hooligan.
4: He had young Patches and old Patches.
7: Was I'm looking the, for the one that uh said he was at home when he was clearly trying to rob a bank yeah we know uh, which one the is the before time <laughs> only
4: patches. one of these patches would would do this
7: he's like i think he's like a really
6: famous character actor and i can't i don't think i'm gonna come up with his name
0: i was not sober when i saw the movie dodgeball i do not know
6: i don't think i was either any I of the viewings
2: made it. Matt's Matt's Letterboxd account is just. I was too drunk. I'll just give it three stars and hope for the best.
6: Uh-huh. This this was the uh, the height of the Redbox era. So I think I probably paid several dollars for this multiple times.
5: And then he forgot it under his bed, and now he owns it.
6: Now it's fifteen dollars.
5: <laughs> <He> paid thirty five dollars <laughs> for a movie that wasn't worth that.
6: I did pay that much for twenty twelve. Who's a who's a crazy old white guy? There's lots of them. I know. Is it a Baldwin?
0: Is it Billy? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Billy? Is it
5: Billy Baldwin?
0: Billy's got his <laughs> together. Give him a break. Stephen, if anybody would be Steven.
6: who's oh, that's true. Bank Robin. Um, I could like picture his
0: face, but I, like I said, I don't. I don't think I know his name. I I I hate that I don't know who tried to rob a bank. That's yeah. the kind of info I I crave. Yeah, old man Jenkins. I don't know. Don't know. Gary Busey was was he in
6: jail for <laughs> something? Sure. You know what? If it's not Gary Busey, it might as well have been Gary Busey. <laughs> We're locked in.
5: If I'm not mistaken, Ken, this is a man with a very redundant name, right? Yes. Rip Torn.
7: Oh, that's right.
5: Are you serious?
7: <laughs> yeah, it is absolutely uh Rip Torn.
0: He
5: tried to rob a bank.
0: No, he no, thought he, he was at home. He things.
7: was just hammered. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I mean like I feel like every week one of my friends is telling me that happened to them and every you week it's have mad. Many friends.
7: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can move on alright let's go on to question 9 speaking of movies in what 1998 comedy directed by David Zucker would you find cameos by Dale Earnhardt Jr. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Greg Grunberg and possibly the greatest ska band of all time Real Big Fish
4: Pretty sure I know the movie That Real Big Fish is in So we're going to luck in
6: This was not Rat Race Because that was 2002 And I think that was Smash Mouth That was in that movie
5: that The 2002? Mighty boss Tones were in Clueless Okay we're getting farther away You know with all of these cameos How did Ska not take off
4: <laughs> It did for a minute And then landed Hard <laughs> But uh, then so he tried was...
5: to pick it up, pick it up, and it just didn't work all the way through the fourth <laughs> wave. So,
7: yeah, that's the impression that I get. <laughs> 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 this is
6: this isn't like Talladega Nights, right?
0: I was thinking Talladega Nights. Greg Kronberg is the guy uh, from Heroes. He was the cop
6: on Heroes. Oh. I think we should lock it with Talladega Nights.
0: <laughs> let's
7: go for it. <laughs> Locked in. All right, locked in with Talladega Knights. Pretty How about sure you guys.
4: Pretty sure the movie with real big fish in it is basketball. Oh no. Mm. Required
7: mm. required knowledge for an ex-ska band drummer. It is a basketball. Alright, let's go to question number 10 then. There are currently six teams competing in quite possibly the greatest sport of all time. Fans of the brothers from question seven might enjoy this if they like that sport mixed with trampolines. What sport am I talking about?
6: <laughs> oh, it's got a needle, Jason. Even when he's not here, <laughs> we can lock in. It's a stupid game.
5: Yeah, <laughs> trying to remember what exactly that was called. Slam. Ball. Oh, slam ball. Yeah. That's it. Slam.
6: The ball. answer is slam ball.
7: <laughs> the answer is slam ball. It's so always the- slam ball. If uh you you might have had an easier time on uh number nine if you realize every single question in this round is about balls.
2: <laughs> yep. At the end of regulation, uh the keep the good times rolling team uh was batting perfect in the second half of that round. Uh so their score is one eighty five and they took the lead over the Fuji Laws, who have one hundred and seventy five points. Wow. Oh. It's punch for punch. oh my god we just heard about balls and now we're gonna have fists left right up down konami (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
7: all right so your categories for this week's final round are as follows earth fire wind Mm. water don't do it. And heart.
6: What did I say about Captain Planet?
4: <laughs> all right. All the wagers are locked in. Um, it's time to go big or go home. It looks like uh, the Fuji laws are going big and we are going home. They are going 30 all the way down and we are taking 15s all the way down.
7: All right, then. Question number one, the category of Earth. Earth 2.0 was discovered by NASA on July 23rd, 2015, approximately 1,400 light years away from Earth in the constellation of Cygnus. Named in part for the space telescope that captured it, what is its official designation given by NASA? In the category of fire, in its over 20-year existence, Chicago Fire FC has won the MLS Cup once and what other award twice given to the worst team in the league? Question number three in the category of wind. Slayer may not be involved, but blood rain is a meteorological occurrence in southern Italy caused by what seasonal wind picking up sand from the Sahel and mixing it with moisture from the Mediterranean Sea? I need the name of the seasonal wind, which sounds similar to a popular hot sauce. Question four in the category of water. In the original Super Mario Bros. video game for the NES, there was a glitch in level 1-2 that allowed you to clip through the final exit pipe if you jumped correctly and got pulled through the wall to the warp pipes. If you entered one of these pipes after performing the glitch, you'd be taken to an endless underwater level. What is this level or world better known as? And for clarification, I'm looking for the number designation of this world. All right, question five in the category of heart. The band Heart was formed in 1970 in Seattle, Washington. They weren't always known by that name, though. They were originally the Army and then White Heart before dropping the white. At one point after Ann Wilson joined the band, they changed their name to What, which might be confused with a 1993 Disney live action flick about the Sanderson sisters.
4: All right. We are going to consider these
3: answers and we'll be right back.
4: All the answers are now locked in. So let's see how we did. Probably not too good.
7: Jeremy, (laughs) I blame you. All right. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take it. All right. Uh, Question one in the category of Earth. Earth 2.0 was discovered by NASA on July 23rd, 2015, approximately 1,400 light years away from Earth in the constellation of Cygnus. Named in part for the space telescope that captured it, what is its official designation given by NASA?
4: So we know that they named the planets um, Kepler uh, after the telescope, so it's usually K-number, and we can't remember the numbers, so we just guessed uh, Kepler-26.
6: <laughs> yeah, uh, we also knew that it was the Kepler telescope. Um, Jill said, hey, it's 1,400 light-years away. Maybe it's the Kepler-1400. Uh,
7: both teams doing a real good job of uh, pulling kepler Uh, That is absolutely how it starts. Uh, It's Kepler-452b. Of course. So easy. (laughs) Oh, man.
5: 452b. This is probably the hardest
7: one in the list, I would think. Maybe. Um, But there was a big article about it again this week um, after the whole Mars rover and everything. People were talking about how do we get to this? And there was a big article um, and uh, something that was released by NASA about it again. So. I, I felt it was relevant.
2: NASA released a, a mini series called The Bee in Apartment 425B, so maybe that's what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the one. Uh,
7: all right, question two in the category of Fire. In its over 20-year existence, Chicago Fire FC has won the MLS Cup once, and what other award twice given to the worst team in the league?
5: The Kiki. <laughs> For what we presume yeah. is negative 15 points.
7: Yeah, I,
6: I don't know if he said it, but we'll be losing 30 points on all these questions. And we said uh, the golden toilet brush.
7: Um, Well, Matt, a little bit closer than the Kiki. <laughs> uh, it's the MLS wooden spoon.
6: Oh, that's nice and useful.
7: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Going into question three in the category of Wind. Slayer may not be involved, but blood rain is a meteorological occurrence in southern Italy caused by what seasonal wind picking up sand from the Sahel and mixing it with moisture from the Mediterranean Sea? I need the name of the seasonal wind, which sounds similar to a popular hot sauce.
4: All right. We just went the hot sauce angle because we don't know the name of the wind. And we said Tabasca.
6: (laughs) We went with its its very known counterpart, the Sriracho.
7: Um spelled S-I-R-O-C-C-O. No, no. no. Sorako <laughs> <laughs> or Sriracho is uh I will give you credit for that. <laughs>
4: wow. Picked the wrong one.
7: Yay. <laughs> we got the stupidest
2: pick possible.
4: A, pick a hot sauce, change one letter, and we picked wrong. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it could have been the tapatia we had no idea
7: yeah <laughs> <laughs> <top of> <laughs> all right going into question number four in the category of water uh, in the original super mario brothers video game for the nes there was a glitch in level 1-2 that allowed you to clip through the final exit pipe if you jumped correctly and got pulled through the wall to the warp pipes if you entered one of those pipes after reforming the glitch you would be taken to an endless underwater level what is this level or world better known as? And I'm looking for the number designation.
4: We said, just on a guess, since it doesn't sound like it's an actual structured part of the game, 0-1. You
6: guys are kind of close. I think um, it's generally referred to in the community as the minus world, but I think it says
7: world negative 1. It does say world negative 1. There is no 0 in front of it. It's, just, it's blank negative 1.
0: Mm
7: -hmm. all right question five in the category of heart the band heart was formed in 1970 in seattle washington they weren't always known by that name though they were originally the army and then white heart before dropping the white at one point after ann wilson joined the band they changed their name to what which might be confused with a 1993 disney live action flick about the sanderson sisters
4: we said the sanderson sisters are from hocus pocus
7: yeah jill you knew this one yeah we got hocus pocus too you know feeling a little witchy (laughs) witchy uh well good thing you did because it is in fact hocus pocus short-lived uh name change but
4: i think it might have beaten us by one (laughs) sriracha
2: After all is said and done, if you are listening to the bodacious bass licks of Verdeen White of Earth, Wind, and Fire fame, you will uh, dance to the final scores of 140 for Keep the Good Times Rolling and would be celebrating uh, the cream of the crop today with 205 points, the Fuji Loss.
0: Oh my god, you guys. You're like the cream of the crop right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: One serato away. job.
6: Yeah, we, we we just guessed the right hot sauce and changed the right vowel. Had they not, the <laughs> score would have been
4: tied. You
6: so. could have said and we did not have
4: a uh, an extra plan, so I'm so All
2: glad right. you they won. They would have still won. It would have been 145 right. to
5: 140.
2: <laughs>
3: Math,
6: Never mind. Not a strong point, unless it's Pythagorean theorems.
5: <laughs>
2: Great. I'm so mad about
7: that. I'm so mad at myself.
2: <laughs> Great game, Jeremy. Great uh, themes as well
7: i'm glad you guys let me come back and host again we'll see how long it is before that happens again
2: <laughs> oh. you're <laughs> always welcome
0: really good, jeremy thank you so much yeah well, we're just
2: excited you. to uh see you in person we, we normally see you out and about when we go play live pub trivia so when that can happen again it will be a, a joyous occasion but uh anyone you'd like to shout out or, or say hello to uh for your last words here
7: uh yeah thanks to uh like i mentioned aaron earlier uh Brittany shaw and uh, anybody else who helped me uh play test this game or come up with some of the questions uh also shout out to my friends in the quadrivia podcast which uh ken over there helps uh, edit every week
4: that is correct
7: and i was on an episode
4: as was I, I, I was also
7: on an episode at,
2: yeah we need A, to get has jeff. everybody jeff. Been on now no well oh, jeff, not needs, jeff jeff needs to be on one and we have to get jill on one as well <laughs>
7: There you go. I'm I'm okay with that. We got to have like a science-based one and get Jeff on, I think.
2: I think as long as there's science and there's some, maybe some snacks, I think he'll be fine. (laughs) Well, thank you, Jeremy, for, uh, for being on the show. Everyone check out Quadrivia. If you want to hear more about the uh, inside uh, scoop on Trivia, uh, but a uh, big thank you to Jill. Uh, We'd love seeing you, even though it wasn't in person. Hopefully we'll be soon. But uh, anyone you'd like to shout out or where can people see your your show that's coming out soon?
0: You can find the Opus at consequenceofsound.com or subscribe to the Opus podcast everywhere. If you already listen to Triviality and Quatrivia, you know where podcasts live. We live there, too. And if you live in the uh, Chicago area, you can listen to Jill Afternoons every Monday through Friday from 1 to 5 on 91.1 FM.
4: She just plays Loops of All-Star. Yep. Just <laughs> whole
0: time. Body just every yeah. day and a half
7: <laughs> And then every once in a while tub thumping, I believe I heard <laughs> earlier, right?
2: <laughs> well, uh, that sounds like good radio and we're happy to be a part of it over here at Triviality. But uh, for Jill, Jeremy, Matt, Jeff, Ken, and myself, my name is Neil and that was Triviality. I think there's a big Venn diagram of Michiganders and then Bob Eucher fans, and then they're all the big Bob Eucher fans.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that joke landed just a bit outside. <laughs>
3: uh, great there save! <laughs>